G'day there, Thriver. Jess here, and welcome to episode 234 of the Create and Thrive podcast. Today, I'm talking about something very important, and that is your ideal customer. More specifically, I'm going to talk about what is your ideal customer and why does it matter? Why do you need to know this? Why is this important? It is really important. And today's episode, I'm going to talk about exactly why that is. Now, if I convince you, and I hope I do by the end of this episode, that figuring out your ideal customer or customers is an important thing to do. You can come on over and learn more about that over in the Thriver Circle, my membership community for makers at thrivercircle.com. I'm actually running a uh, workshop, a live workshop this week on that. And if you miss the live workshop, the replay will be available for you. Replay? That's an interesting way of saying that. The replay (laughs) of that will be available inside the circle within 24 hours after the workshop happens. So in that workshop, I'm going to be talking all about not only, you know, what an ideal customer is, why it's important, but how do you figure that out? How do you figure out who your ideal customers are? How do you find them and connect with them and all of those sorts of things? So that's happening this week in the Thriver Circle. But let's get on with today's episode, shall we? What is an ideal customer and why does it matter? This episode is also available as a video over on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to check that out, head on over to youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den to watch that right now. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full time in 2010. And since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Okay, so what is an ideal customer? Basically, your ideal customer is the person you would most like to work with, the person who would be a perfect fit for whatever it is that you sell. That person will be your ideal customer. Think about those raving fans of a business. You might be one. You might be a raving fan of a particular business because you just love everything about them. You love their product. You love their customer service. You love their branding and marketing and the story that they tell. Uh, You've had wonderful experiences with them and you kind of spread the gospel about them no matter where you go. You You are that business's ideal customer and that's what you're looking for to cultivate in your own business raving fans basically like that those are your ideal customer now you actually choose who you want your ideal customer to be through all of that through the products that you make the marketing that you put out there the branding decisions that you make the story that you tell the language and copy that you use all of those things will attract the ideal customer that you've decided or maybe unconsciously decided upon based on all of that and they it will repel the people who are not your ideal customer now i just want to reiterate at this point you can choose who to do business with by using all of these tactics and strategies and you can also say no <laughs> i think this is a really important thing to realize uh, especially as a beginner business owner who might not have had this experience there will be people who want to do business with you who are not your ideal customer and who will just end up causing you more grief than they are worth. And 
it might be obvious from the beginning that this person is like that and it might not be obvious but if you get a clear idea of who your ideal customer is then it becomes a lot easier to figure out who your ideal customer is not and therefore avoid doing business with those people it's okay to say no to working with somebody who is not a good fit for your business and it can be hard in the beginning especially because you're trying to make every sale that you possibly can but working with the wrong person can actually backfire and end up causing your business harm think about you know those customers who are never satisfied uh, the people who leave you one star reviews because you know they didn't get what they expected even though you probably did a really good job of explaining <laughs> what they should have expected those people are not your ideal customer and they're just the worst version you know the other people who are not your ideal customer are just not a good fit and not really interested in what you have to sell and that's okay it's really important to realize that your ideal customer is not everyone this is a big mistake a lot of beginner business owners make is that they try to please everybody and by trying to please everybody you end up pleasing nobody you end up being too vague too wishy-washy and the right people might come along but they don't recognize themselves in your branding and your story and your photos and your even your products perhaps what you're trying to do with all of that is you're trying to speak to your ideal customer and help them to recognize themselves and resonate with all of that stuff so that they choose to work with you to buy from you that is how you find and encourage your ideal customer to join you now you can theorize as to who your ideal customer is if you're right at the beginning you've not made any sales or only made a couple of sales you really don't know who it is that you're selling to that's when you're going to theorize you're going to think okay well i'll put together you know a list of things that i think my ideal customer or uh, will have you know demographic information likes hobbies all that sort of stuff or even better if you've been in business for a while and you have made some sales uh, you can uncover who your ideal customer is by digging through the data from the sales that you've already made and I'm going to go into much more detail about exactly how to uncover your ideal customer in a live workshop in my membership community the Thriver Circle uh, which you can check out the link is below so if you want to get access to that you can come over and join me for that live workshop I do a new live workshop in that community every month and if you missed the live workshop the recording is always there to watch afterwards so you can work through the workshop at your own pace so it's really important to either theorize who they are at the beginning or uncover who they are and you might find that you know when you theorize about who they are at the beginning you might have sort of a reasonable idea but you may find that you, the actual ideal customer you uncover is different in perhaps numerous ways to the ideal customer that you theorized about so what can you do there well you can either shift gears and try to speak more to the ideal customer you've uncovered or you can work harder to change you know your marketing copy products to serve that original ideal customer if that's who you really want to be working with in my business I've generally gone towards the uncovering way of doing things I listen to my customers I, I look at who they are and what they want and I do more of that because that's that's following the market and giving the market what it wants ie you know your ideal customers are telling you what they want and who they are 
So I think it's a great idea to listen to them and give them more of what they want as long as it's still in line with what you want to offer. So when you're going through this process, you can, you know, leave your ideal customer a bit more vague. You can just kind of have a list of um, list of things about them or you can be more specific and you can actually create an ideal customer avatar, which is where you basically make up a person. You give them a name, you, you know, you talk about their age, their marital status, their family status, their job, their interests, all that sort of stuff. And you actually write that out as if it's like, I guess a dating profile or something. I don't know. Uh, but you write out like who they are in detail and pretend every time you're doing something, you pretend that you're speaking to that person. So when you write an Instagram post or when you write a blog post or even your item description, your photos, all of that stuff, you're like, will Sally, you know, like, will, will she like this? Will this appeal to her? Uh, will she see herself in this? And that's how you can kind of get a clearer picture and visualize and envision, I guess, who your ideal customer is. Now, another important point to realize is you can actually have more than one ideal customer for your business, depending on the breadth of things you sell. I'll give you an example with my jewelry business, Ethereal. I actually have three ideal customers. Now, the important thing to think about here, you can have multiple ideal customers, but you can't have um, contrasting ideal customers. Like you can't have one sort of ideal customer that'll appeal to, you know, that'll like this sort of stuff. And then one who'll like this sort of stuff if they hate the opposite. So they all have to kind of work together in a way. They have to have things in common. So for my jewelry business, we sell eco sterling silver jewelry. So like my earrings that I'm wearing here, we also sell sterling silver rings and we specialize in sterling silver wedding bands. Now that came about through me listening to what my customers were telling me via what they were buying. We went in that direction, worked really well for us. So we have three ideal customers. We have the jewelry, the, the regular jewelry buyer. So this is usually a woman somewhere between 30 and 50 years of age who likes our regular jewelry. So our earrings, necklaces, bracelets, things like that. She's eco-conscious. She, you know, she likes wearing silver, not gold. She's usually, uh, you know, a little bit contemporary because our stuff is quite minimalist and there's lots more I can go into, but that's, that's ideal customer number one. Ideal customer number two are women who buy wedding rings for themselves and their husbands to be, generally speaking. So they, you know, they're the ones who are making the, the wedding decisions. <laughs> they're the ones who are choosing the rings, you know, maybe in consultation, but they're the ones doing the job of finding the rings, buying the rings and, also, and so on and so forth. And the second ideal customer is very closely related to that. And that's men generally buying wedding rings for themselves. Uh, so that is our third and, and quite a large demographic of our ideal customers. So, and obviously they all, all three of those um, ideal customers all have the, you know, eco-conscious, uh, not worried about tradition so much. They like something handmade and they like something made with love and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they have all those things in common, but they're, they're coming for slightly different reasons. So that first customer, the lady who likes to collect earrings, you know, she might buy one, fall in love with it, then come back and buy more. Whereas the other two ideal customers, they generally only come to the shop once because they want to buy a wedding ring. And generally speaking, you only buy that once, unless of course you lose your ring and need to buy a replacement, which happens more often than you might think. Gentlemen, especially, please don't wear your rings in the ocean straight after you've gotten married. I've heard a lot of stories about Hawaii 
being the death of wedding rings. <laughs> so um, yeah, so there's different ideal customers as long, and as long as you are not, they're not competing with each other, like there's enough that they have in common, that's not a problem at all. Another really important point is that your ideal customer can change over time. Now it might be a deliberate change. You might kind of pivot and want to go in a slightly different direction with your products, your business, etc. Or it might be a bit more of an organic change over time. You know, you might find you're serving more and more of this type of person than that type of person. So, that, and there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with your ideal customer changing over time, as long as you are aware of it and make sure that everything you're doing is still in line with serving that ideal customer or those ideal customers. So it's not something you just decide once and then set in stone. It's something that you might want to come back to over and over again over, as the years go by and make sure that you're still creating copy and branding and etc in line with your ideal customer so that you are uh, attracting the right people and repelling or just being indifferent to the wrong people. I hope you enjoyed that one and uh, a big shout out to everybody who supports this podcast namely the members of the Thriver Circle. I couldn't do this podcast without your support. So thank you so much for making this podcast possible for everybody. If you would like to support the show, you can, of course, become a member of the Thriver Circle. You can also donate to the show. And if you can't afford to financially support the show, I would love a rating and or a review uh, and maybe a shout out on Instagram. You can shout out on Instagram stories. And tag me at Create and Thrive if you do that so I can say hello. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll be back again next week with another episode. See you then. Bye for now.